six, one, nine. JP. This is Dave. This is Brian. This is Dustin. This is Vito. And <laughs> episode 74 of the 609 Bearcast. Welcome to Wonderland. Uh, Wonderland. Wonderland? I don't know. Just, What's the name of um, Michael Jackson's ranch? Neverland. 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 Yeah, there you go. No, welcome it's to the official 619 Bearcast secret mm, layer. It's the the secret layer. Layer. No. Didn't they sell it? I thought they sold it all. I don't know. Maybe they did. Who knows? He's in all kinds of money trouble and whatnot. And He's dead. It's true. Yeah, true story. So, mm. And on that happy note. <laughs> did you guys see This Is It? No. no. I have it in my ago. Netflix queue, I think. Yeah. I, no. Elizabeth Taylor loved it. I mean, of course she's biased, she did. but... She said it was I don't know. Epic. I just I, I don't know if I want to watch it or not. Like, <clears throat> hurts too much. No, just not be, that. You're just not interested. <laughs> yeah. I heard Emmanuel Lewis said it didn't tell the entire story. Oh no. Oh. Meow. Okay, I'm totally drunk. Who's Emmanuel Lewis? Webster. Webster. No, TV's Webster. From the TV show Webster. You never watched no. Webster when you were. No. The show Webster. It had the guy who was kind of hot in it. The guy who was a dad. Was um, hot. He was a player. former football player, a Greek guy. Um, oh. Uh, George Papadopoulos. No, that was the name of the height. show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but his name in real life was something Can't else. I can't believe I remember Greek. that. Uh, <laughs> that was... And uh, yeah, actually, yeah, he was in a wrestling movie, actually. That was a very good movie. You know, thinking about um, bad sitcoms, hot. I was just watching um, Good Times the other day. <gasps> really? So I finally get the SNL sketch that they do now and again where they make fun of Good Times. Because all they do in that show is yell at each other. They're just oh. yelling the whole show. <laughs> everything is horrible. Nothing oh. good ever happens on that show. Oh, my God. They're always miserable, and they're always yelling at each well, other. That was the, when I was home sick or whatever, I was in bed, I was like, all right, I'm going to turn the TV and let the TV play while I'm falling asleep. And I ended up on one of the court shows. It was like Judge Judy, and they're just like yelling at each other. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck this. So I turned the channel, and it's Everybody Loves Raymond, and they are absolutely screaming at each other. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't handle the stress. <laughs> all this yelling. I just want to sleep in peace. And what was, the, what was the Kelsey Grammer show? Frazier. Frazier, that's right. Mm-hmm. And Frazier, I noticed in the past few years of Frazier, all mm-hmm. he did was yell. Everything well, he did was yell. Well, you know, I he, think yelling, was, yelling is, is jumping the shark He was a dr- drug addict and alcoholic. No, that was Rush Limbaugh. No, Kelsey Grammer. Is he? Total. Hmm. Recovering. Reliving Hemingway's But he's life. also um, a right-wing um, person now, too. Yeah. yeah. Is he? Well, also sad. his TV show that came out last fall failed after a few episodes, yeah. so. Mm. He's bald. He got his. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I still enjoy the show. <laughs> so anyway, speaking of bald, we have things. Really? Is that what we're speaking about? Oh, <laughs> do tell, Justin. So what was the uh, what was the no, um, topics you know, du jour? What were the topics no, du jour? Yeah, because bald has everything to do with JP going to full sun. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess uh, we talked a little about it last night. So you had a good, um, you had a good I time. I did. I I did not have a good time. I had an absolutely amazing time. Oh. This is the first time I've been to San Francisco for myself. Before that, it was for business, and then before that, it was in about '94, and it was lame. Um, it was also covered with lame, and it was wrapped up in a lame, really lame trip. So this was an amazing trip. So this is a horcation. I mean, vacation. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, it wasn't so much a horcation, but it was a vacation. Mm, it was definitely good. And you wore your uh, harness? Right? I did wear my harness. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Did you light a candle good. for the cows? No. 
Oh my god. No. Did you cry? No. Did you have a picture of a piece sniffed, of broccoli? Did it burn your flesh? <laughs> He's like, he sniffed it. I sniffed it. It's sad. And he got his picture like taken quite a few times. Moral decisions. It's true, but we'll get we'll get to that in a minute. So anyway, um, first of all, John and Joe are absolutely amazing hosts. They're they're incredible. And who are they? John and Joe. Hi. No, I know who they are, but maybe people at home. Oh well, yeah, our friends John and Joe. They live in San Francisco. And they're <laughs> Very sexy red beard couple in San Francisco. Yes, cool guys. Um, we went to the Lone Star, which I had never been to and heard all this stuff about. And you've not been to the Lone. Oh, you, you hadn't he been, hadn't been to San Francisco. Trip. So this right. pretty much is like my first trip to San Francisco, mm-hmm. you know, and went to Lone Star, we went to um, Eagle, and we went to this place called Hole in the Wall, which was totally cool, mm-hmm. um, and this place called Chaps. Do you know Midnight Sun? Did I what? Midnight Sun, isn't that what it's called? Um, yeah, the one down yeah. the street across from Bear Bucks. Yeah, it's no, supposed to be good now. Did yeah, you go to 440? Did you go to 440? Ah, we started there at 440, and then we went... Probably um, packed, huh? Oh, sorry. We got dinner and stuff. Yeah. Yes, it was packed. Mm. Um, and I think it was uh, when we were in Chaps, I'm standing there and um, talking to uh, Wade and Jim, who were two other guys who were visiting and staying with John and Joe. And I'm standing there and I look over and I just see this guy has his ginormous cock out of his pants. And I go, well, okay, hello. And a person next to him looks down and goes, oh, my God, and starts, you know, fiddling with it. And then two more guys come over. This and is they look the down. street? This is in Chaps. Oh. Two more guys come over. Scandalous. I know. Well, and look down, and one of them goes, nice, you know, gives that kind of head nod. And the other one unzips his pants and whips out another ginormous cock. And before I know it, in five minutes, there are, there are five guys doing pretty much a deep throat contest between these two cocks. And I'm like... You've <laughs> not been to a gay bar I, before? I mean... I've never seen that. Well, it certainly but, doesn't happen here, at least not where not up I realize, front where it I, I, I realize they're not ginormous, but isn't that just any Sunday at Rondelli's house? Oh! <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. oh. Yeah, but anyway, and and then you know, all the bartenders are wearing jock straps, and that's it. Mm -hmm. Um, and oh my god, some of them were scandalous. Oh, hot! It was just, um, it was it was different, it was a whole lot more fun, okay. Um, Promiscuous, I think is the word, promiscuous, (laughs) yes, and um, yeah, it was good, it was good times. And John and Joe uh, took. Jim and Wade and I out in the uh, in the convertible, which is awesome. Uh, we um, Saturday we went all around and uh, yeah, those, stuff. And the guy, other guys were saying they were cute, very, very cute. cute, Canadian Mountie very cute, cute. very cute, Canadian um, Mountie cute. Yeah. He was, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <It's> chicken. <laughs> no, he was very cute. So and that was good. Um, and then Folsom on Sunday was. You know what? It was everything I expected it would be, and absolutely nothing like what I would expect it would be. Um, okay. Explain. I know. <laughs> there, you know, there's certain expectations. Well, first of all, it wasn't. I, it wasn't as crazy as you thought it or was. It was crazier, or it was crazier. Yes, both. Crazy balls. Yes, but well, okay. First of all. Even though you hear all the stories like, yeah, it's okay, you know, people will walk naked on the streets, especially through the Castro every once in a while. I really wasn't prepared for it the first, you know, well, we saw five it. or six times. Well, the last time I was up there was on a Friday afternoon. Jen yeah. and I were walking yeah. on the Castro and there was a naked guy. Right. Exactly. Actually, I have pictures of, of guys sitting at the Castro Commons, mm-hmm. kind of chilling, hanging out. Um, so, yeah, that kind of prepared me for what I was going to see at Folsom. And I will say there is... Uh, God, there's so much penis and butt and tits and twat and Ugh. everything all over the place. And then there's also 
people dressed in all sorts of leather gear and people get dressed in like like fetish gear and it's like goat costumes. No, puppies. there was a panda. Puppies though. I saw the puppy. Guy. Oh yeah, pandas. Well, sent me the guy puppies. in the wrestling singlet with the panda head. Mm-hmm. All right, I didn't see that. It's pretty disturbing. But one of the things I noticed <laughs> is like because Folsom was, I guess you know, it's a leather and, and fetish fair. But I was seeing people in costumes there that weren't really fetish. It was more like something that you would see Burning Man. Oh. What? Well, really? It looks like he's a great body, Oh, too. yeah, I saw that. That'd be a joke. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. I'm sorry, go ahead. Um, no, it just it seems like there were a lot of people there in, in dressed in crazy stuff like you would see at Burning Man. Less fetish gear and more just... Just, like, outrageous. Outrageous stuff. and Like the guy with the babies. Right. Babies? There's, yeah, there was a guy that had anatomically correct little boy baby dolls. What? Just all like, over. All the way wrapped That's around like them. Pedophile-y. Crazy. No, it was it, it, it was wasn't funny. It wasn't pedophile when you oh, saw it. It was it was, it was just well, weird. For, and, for Easter cool. they had that Easter bonnet parade thing. The one woman had a coat. It was like a fur coat, but it was made out of old Babies? unstuffed stuffed animals sewn together. So huh. like all different things, the sleeves, the body of it, or whatever, uh-huh. were, was all old stuffed animals. It was the craziest looking thing, like most creative stuff. That's why I yeah. like going to cities like that or New York during Halloween. You know what I mean? You see the most creative shit. Yeah, the people are just very uh, much so. Ugh, makes very me feel so, so uncreative when yeah. I see that stuff. So uh, there was a, there was a lot of regular regular fetish. There was a lot of like, <clears throat> high fetish. You know where you've got this guy in the Roman outfit and he's on a, a chariot and there's you know a naked woman in a harness that's pulling him around. Yeah. Um, well, that's pretty fetish. What's the, what was the man-to-woman ratio there, do you think? Um, I still think it was more men than women. Yeah. Um, a lot more photographers than I expected. But, you know, from the p- pictures and stuff I've seen of the events, I expected there to be, like, you know, lines and lines of, of just guys along the side of the road naked jacking off. And there really weren't. Hmm. No, like I've heard of Folsom's lots of people, lots of, lots of um, watchers and fewer lots participants. Of, but there were, I would say, it was probably fifty-fifty watchers and participants. What were you wearing on the bottom? Um, camo pants. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you feel like eating um, meat when you were wearing your harness? No. Did you feel more or less free? Did you tear a picture of the broccoli? Yes. <laughs> Did you tear a free picture from of a piece of broccoli at the end of your Passport decisions on dietary intake. <laughs> no. No. Okay. Just curious. Good. Did I what? I said, you have a piece of broccoli at the end of your set? Okay, Sinead. So, no. So, so, there, so, was, so there was like the regular again, people that you saw that right. are in every single photo yes. of Folsom. Folsom. But there was Dory. a whole bunch of other people. There was a party over on the side um, by Orem who had a party. And so I went over there and hung out with those guys and, and walked around. Um, Nitzareb, I found out Nitzareb was uh, playing there. They played a stay. Um, don't if know you guys that. know, okay, you probably don't know. But anyway, I know the name. I don't know the band though. Okay, um, and that was pretty awesome. So I went to go see them with Jeb, and while we're standing there, while we're waiting for them to come on stage, over to our left are a couple guys that are naked and definitely on something, dancing around like crazy. And over here are a couple, um, actually, porn stars that were at the porn booth. They're up here. And um, in front of me was this absolutely amazing furry butt, which I have to show you a picture of because, oh, my God, it was crazy. And then right next to him is this guy who's wearing this pink polo shirt and, <laughs> and khaki shorts and his younger blonde wife. And we're looking at him going, he's got to be like a youth minister or something. <laughs> what the fuck is he doing here? Mm. And it was just, it was a 
big slice of of life, kind of just all different kinds. He of probably owns there. like a piercing store, and that's what his subversive clothing is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True that. Yeah, that was my. So you go again? Okay. I would totally go. One of the times I was like, I, I was totally like, he, he just because he looks, you know, quote unquote normal. It's like you know. That doesn't mean that he doesn't have a fetish. No, that's true. Too. Yeah, dude. Fetish may be. It was just interesting. Them. I'm just saying there was all this different stuff there. The the energy at the place, though, all of Folsom. I mean, it was just incredible. It's just mm. people out there having fun. People, um, you know, yeah. So did you fun. take part in any trouser throwing down? Did you ever? Did you drop your pants? Maybe a lot. No. Did you have oral sex times. performed on you <laughs> on, in the street? No. Did you perform oral sex in the street? No, did I did get did I did get fondled though while we were in a while we were um, trying in a big sort of crowd trying to push past the kink.com booth, and they were having some show up there, and it was just really really packed and couldn't move past. And I'm sitting behind a guy, and he just sort of reaches back and starts playing with my package, and I'm like, yeah, all right, whatever. Hi, how are there you? There you go. Well, nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet well, you. Yeah, San Francisco handshake. Frolicky mm. Folsom. Well, that sounds but, like good times. It was really, it was really good time. So and it's not you'd make an effort to go every year, or would you go every other year, maybe? Well, or God, something? the the um, postage. What the hell is the word I'm looking airfare. for? Airfare. Yes, airfare. Postage. <laughs> the postage. <laughs> airfare was so yeah, yeah. cheap. And Virgin Airline. This is the first time I've ever flown oh, yeah. Virgin Airline, and I will fly them ever again. I, oh, wait, no, ever. Always, Always. again. <laughs> I, words are difficult for me right now. It's. I will. Fly them wherever they go. Yeah. If I'm Clean going there, new planes. Clean mm-hmm. new planes, and, and everybody who works there seems to really enjoy working there. And it was, you know, it was a great attitude. The people were cool. Ed, the, stop everything. texting Dave while we're doing the podcast, no. please. <laughs> it's very distracting. I'm sorry. It's not what you're texting to. I anyway. was checking texts. I'm not actually ah, texting to other people. Gotcha. Uh, slightly different. Okay. So anyway, Virgin Airlines, awesome. Folsom, awesome. Yeah. San Francisco, crazy awesome. Um, all right, have all, you, of, all yeah. of those text things are coming into the mic. I can hear it what from text four things? different mics. When I your phones are... Oh, the... Did, 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 did. Yeah. All right, well, fine. I'll put it on the uh, airport, airplane. Um, Whatever. That was him. <laughs> so, wait. <laughs> so, <laughs> Dave and Justin, you guys haven't been to Folsom. No. I have been to Dory. Okay. I will totally go back to Dory. And I was like, okay, when's Dory? Because I got to get tickets for that. It's <laughs> 10 months away. Yeah. yeah. It's it's uh, like in May. But it's the one July. that you're like, if you're more of a participant, that's apparently the one to go to because yeah. there's less it's onlookers. A, it's and smaller. More participants. And uh, more personal. Yeah. Mm. I went to Folsom a long time ago, probably about 10 or 12 years. I so think. probably yeah. when it was still very much participant. And there were only oriented. six people there. No. <laughs> uh, was it the original Comic Con? No. I was just a little cublet. I didn't even take my shirt off, but I wore my leather suspenders that I bought in the Castro the day before. <laughs> nice. And it was the first time I'd ever really seen like muscle bears and um, the first time I was ever truly molested and by a muscle bear, which was very pleasing. <laughs> so, um, by a big old beefy dude. So yeah. anywho, yeah, that, I remember it being definitely a, a good time. It was a good time. It was just great energy. And, I mean, there were a couple times where it was really, really, really crowded. But other than that, it was um, it was just fun. Walk around. Lots of people watching. Just, you know, see what what's out there. Cool. That's good. 
Well, um, should we talk about <coughs> not so uplifting gay stuff that's been going on lately? Sure. Yeah, explain to me what, what's the name of the phrase of this thing? Everybody keeps posting it. I haven't clicked through. Well, um, a guy named Dan Savage started um, a project in response to, it, I, I wouldn't call it a rash of gay teen suicide, but apparently there's been four suicides. Recently. Well, three suicides and then one guy. Well, he was suicide too. So four suicides mm. recently. Um, with uh, gay teens and uh, young adults, and yeah, one, one of them was actually in Tehachapi, which is only forty yeah, minutes from Bakersfield, right near where oh. we grew up. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, so. the other one was in um, at, at Rutgers. Uh, right. the guy was at Rutgers, and uh, which is you know yeah, where his I'm roommate from. and the roommates. I don't know if it was a girlfriend or just a female friend. Apparently, um, the roommate sent out a Twitter, you know, basically saying that my my roommate's having sex right now in the bedroom, and then later on went on to film it. And, you, mm. and was actually inviting people to call him so they could look at his phone and see the live feed through his phone mm. of yeah. his roommate who wasn't out having gay sex. So and his, and he was, I guess, so distraught that he actually jumped off the George uh, Washington the George Bridge. Washington Bridge. So and sad. now they're potentially calling this, um, it could potentially be called a hate crime. Well, that's what they said, um, that, they, that they could, if, even if it's not a hate crime, that each of them could end up spending five years in jail. Right. And if, it, if they determine it's a hate crime, then the guy who actually did the recording or whatever... You know, he could be in for some serious now, time. I mean, the inter the interesting thing about this, and it's, it'll be interesting to see where our country is in 20 or 40 years from now, is that if, let's say this was at a frat house, and it was, a, like, frat guys, like, recording other frat guys mm. having sex, and would it be seen the same like way? Like a hazing and, type thing? I mean, mm. I, I think it should be still be, it would be punishable the same way, you know, because... This woman had her rights violated, uh, but it just—I always try to think of how it would be perceived well, the other thing, way around. The thing I wondered about this too is he—I forgotten the guy's name, but it was something like Ravi or something like mm -hmm. that, and it—it it sounded like a very sort of ethnic name, like yes, a religious sort um, of name or something. And I was thinking, I was wondering if that had something to do with his decision to commit suicide, some religious or uh, no, oh, no, no, no. Otherwise. The guy who jumped was just a white boy. Yeah, but his name was something like Robbie really? or no, something. No, I think that's it? the name of the roommate. The oh, roommate was kind oh, of like, okay. I don't know, he was sort of Mediterranean Indian looking. Oh, and then okay. the gal was actually Asian. So it was this whole Bennington commercial, you know, that like went wild and <laughs> oh. ended up with I this was his four name, kids I was, I was jumping. Him jumping. Well, and then there's, and then there's the, the teenager, too, that, you know, was getting bullied every day. Well, he was only like 13. This yeah. kid that was the kid in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. It was you know, pretty crazy, yeah. but and then it, you look at the 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 parents, and they were sort of hillbillyish looking. Right. They had an un, they had a gun in a in a kitchen cupboard that wasn't even locked up, and that's oh, how God. the kid killed himself. To, yeah. So to me, like it's more distressing that they had this gun just so mm -hmm. readily available. Well, but no, I mean it's distressing when you know they're saying that they told the school, they've told yeah. numerous different officials that hey, my kid is being bullied and being pushed around. And, nothing well, no, and they just basically went, oh, that's just part of growing up. No, well, the school you know, said so, that they never received the calls. Right. Yeah. That's well, what yeah, the school said. Right. And, but, I mean, and who's just, who, who knows? I, mean, I, I swear, I always try to give educators the benefit of the doubt because I know mm. educators who have their hands tied because if they do, you know, get a hold of a kid and try to discipline him for bullying or try to bring the parents into it, then the parents freak out because they're like, you're but picking it, on my but kid. But at what point and... do you say enough is enough? I mean, I was um, picked on as a kid. So was I. All the way Everybody from third on. grade to whatever. But, yeah. but you know, and, but it was the same thing where you went and told the teacher and they're just like, oh, they're just playing with you. Right. You know, it's kind of one of those things. But at what point does does it become too much 
to where you should step mm. in or they mm. should step in. Well, did you see them at, well, I don't know if you talked about it last time or whatever because it was kind of happening then, but with the, the father who went on the school bus and, like, you know, sc- freaked out on those kids because his handicapped daughter was getting harassed on the school bus every wow. day. And the father, um, I don't know if they charged him with something or not, but it was, you know, the father just was fed up and took matters into his own hands. And I guess they had complained to, you know, the bus driver and these uh, educators or, or whatever at the school and they hadn't really done anything about it. And the kid was handicapped. They were picking on a handicapped Dude, kid. are you kidding me? I mean... The kids that had special needs in junior high that I went to yeah. were the ones that got the worst. Oh, mm-hmm. not all right. They mean, were not, they were they were not safe at all. Really? No way. These kids oh. totally got it. Yeah. Big time, yeah. and I mean, I know. For, in fact, um, one of the one of my friends, well, he wasn't really a friend in high school. Um, it was just somebody I knew who sang in the choir with me. But he was he was gay, but he wasn't like me, where you could sort of disguise it or you know pretend it wasn't there or whatever. It's so cute, you he think was, you can disguise it? Yeah, it's very cute. <laughs> so, um, so I never had to worry about. It. I never had anybody you know picking on me about that or anything. But you're a bigger kid anyway. Right? No, I, I wasn't that big in high school. I didn't really oh. grow up until I was like seventeen. Oh. Okay. Um, Actually, even after that, but um, mm-hmm. but he was kind of big. He was tall and thin and awkward and you know very sort of like feminine. And he got it endlessly, mm-hmm. endlessly. Mm-hmm. And um, and he actually had responded to my Facebook thing. And I and I told him I said you should make a video because I was there. I mean I I saw what you went through in high mm. school. You know. Well, and, when you um, say make a video, what is the, what is the video thing so about? So it's this thing called it's the it's get, it, it Gets Better Project. And mm-hmm. if you look up It Gets Better Project on YouTube, you will find it. This guy, Dan Savage, um, had the idea to create videos uh, where you basically just say, look, my life was really difficult when I was young. And, I, and it was, it's difficult being gay and coming to terms with that. Um, but it gets better. Life yeah. gets better. Yeah. And it's just that you basically make a testimonial. And it's for kids who are in the same similar situations as these kids were and a lot of celebrities have been doing um i don't know i think i saw that paris hilton did one not paris hilton i'm sorry perez hilton did one um i haven't really looked um for Mm. other celebrity ones but uh uh, a lot of people are doing them and they're really a guy i watched a few and just they're just amazing you know Mm. you just think what would it have been like to have found something like that when you were 12 or 13 Mm. right you know i was talking to amon today um because he's visiting a we've talked about him before We'll get back to that. Um, and we were talking about how he came to terms and realizing that, you know, he liked bears and, and realizing that he was gay and all this other stuff. He, this is a kid who grew up with the Internet. And we were talking about the differences about him finding out about <coughs> guys and how he went about it and how I went about it back before, you know, the web and back before all that stuff. When Telegrams. You yeah, back and forth. Yeah. Well, stone tablets. Semaphore. Right. Ding, 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 ding. Semaphore. Exactly. Oh my god, <laughs> it's a warning. Yeah. Anyway, and uh, big difference. I think I think kids today definitely ha- have <clears throat> the advantage in that they can go out and see online that there are other people who are going through the things they went through or who have gone through the things they went through. That's why I was such a late bloomer because I, you know, in my 20s, I, did, I was like, I don't really, I don't know what to do with all this. I don't know what to make of all this. And then it was until I got, like, on the internet or whatever and found out there was other people that had the same interests and the same thoughts and the same feelings as me. You know what I mean? They gave me the strength to go out and meet people. 
You know what I mean? I, right. I mean, yeah. well, God. and the flip side of that though is that unfortunately they can be a tar- targets of anonymous hatred in a no, way that they could true. never have been before. Oh, absolutely. So if they find all this information and be like, "Yeah, I could be out, out and proud," yeah, it might almost give them a false sense of security. Now, that's not to say that you should stay in the closet, but it's also to say that hey, remember, once you put yourself out there. <laughs> You can't go back in, at least not easily. Well, right. it depends on where you come from, too. Right. And he was living in Nova Scotia. I mean, the middle of nowhere, literally. A town mm-hmm. of 500 people where you, he had to drive four or five hours to get to the nearest gay bar. And it was, you know, it was, a, it was an event to go there. And, you know, and, you know, how do you explain where you are gone for, you know, 12 hours or whatever, <laughs> you know, to your family and from a small town. Um, so a big thing for him was moving to, to Toronto. Toronto. And, and I thought, I, I told him, I said, I think it was a very brave thing you did, you know, taking mm-hmm. that step. Exactly. I mean, at 23 years old, I never would have done that. Yeah. I never would have moved out on my own, you know, alone. To a, a lot of the stories there on, that, on, on, the, on the project, well, the It's Get Better yeah. thing, a lot of the stories begin with, I got my high school diploma and I got out of town. Mm-hmm. I moved yeah. to the city. Well, know? I mean, that's, that's <laughs> the, you know, that's basically what I did too. You know, yeah. it's like, I was like, I'm getting the heck out of Fresno. Like yeah. there's nothing here for me that I want socially, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. But you're younger too. So, right. And I was, I was 20, 22, 23 when I moved. And were you on the internet and stuff? Like had you really explored things? Um, I was, I was, um, before that, I mean, Mm. You know, ninety four we had the bulletin boards and yeah. the, oh boy, you know yeah. AOL oh God. chat was the big thing. So yeah. the AOL oh chat my God. retry, retry, retry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't connect to the number, you AOL know. But um oh. right. Um but you know, I was already eighteen at that point. So mm. I was out living I moved out when I was eighteen because mm. it was just, you know, situational. Yeah. But um, you know, but at twenty two deciding, okay, I'm gonna move to a bigger city yeah. where I can, you know, actually be myself, you know, it's kind of a big deal to worry about it. It was a big, it was a big part of finding my identity of who I was. Mm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But I mean, so it's, I mean, it's distressing to hear the news about these kids that, no, it is that I guess they just felt like they didn't have anywhere to go and no one to lean to. And that's sort of what's cool. I mean, Mm. you know, it's great to think that maybe this, it it gets better. It it gets better project, um, you know, will help a couple of people and, Mm. Uh, I mean, I, I, I mean, I'd, I'd lie if I said there was a couple of times in high school where I didn't think about it. Really? Mm-hmm. That's so distressing. Because I mean, if, I mean, think about it. Mormon family mm. went to a Baptist private school. I mean, every day I heard, "I'm gonna burn in hell," Ugh. and faggots should all die of AIDS, and you're a faggot, die of AIDS. You mm. know, everything that you could think of under mm. the sun was told to Isn't me. Isn't that every crazy day. how hardcore? Because I just remember how hardcore kids were, including mm. myself. I mean, I'm not going to say I was ever an angel. I used to pick on people, too. No, exactly. But that's kind of what the whole... I mean, it was like the weak and the, the very different kids just mm. got destroyed. Yeah. I mean, that, and that, and that every was me. day. I was, I was the weak kid, and I got destroyed every day. I mean, yeah. I, I stayed back a grade because I refused to go to school so many days wow. and just hit out in the See, garage. See, where, where, where it was the opposite for me, I think I worked harder because I wanted to get the fuck out. Uh, yeah. So I actually yeah. I skipped a grade, and then yeah. they wanted to skip yeah. me another one, but... We're like, no, that's yeah, they too broke much. me down. So. I think uh, I think the thing that would probably help the most, as far as society and everything else, is better sensitivity training 
in high school, in junior high school, before it even becomes an issue. Yeah, but you know what? Kids' parents aren't going to want that. They're not going to want that. And the Christianist like, organizations have to accept gay. Kids exactly. Right. And, and, and the other like thing that. is, I don't want my, my I don't want my my kid to be a faggot. They want the one the goddamn president exactly. addressed. It, 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 I know it toughens a lot. Most most people, I think a lot of people are just going to say it toughens you up. It's part of growing up. It's part of you have to have a thick skin, you know, that kind of thing. And that's why when it's like, mm. I mean, to me, I think a lot of my humor that I have comes from thwarting bullies. Right. Oh, yeah. exactly. Oh, I mean, because the I can, because that's, how, that's yeah. how I dealt with it was I would yeah. just come right back at yeah. them with something. And the reason yeah. I, I ever got hit or the reason I ever, you know, had these dumb shit hillbilly boys, you know, mm. after me is because I could talk to them in circles. I would insult them three right. days through Saturday and they would never even know. Of sheer frustration. You know, and then, and then their response was, you know, to yeah. try to hit me. But I could also run fast, which was good, too. <laughs> um, See, I never actually got tried to... I never actually got a punch thrown at me uh, once. I never knew when to shut up, so... But I, <laughs> I, but I would, I would I actually, I would actually talk, like, insult them and then talk to them around it and make right. them just be like, okay, whatever, yeah. and, like, walk away. Exactly. Usually you know? it ended with, mm. you're a fucking pussy, and then I'd be like, whatever, you're fucking stupid, you know? It's just like, mm. it always was that, you yeah. know, you're never going to be smarter than me, and I'm never going to be able to beat you up because you're, you know... A huge football kid or whatever, you know. <laughs> mm. So we're at an impasse, you know. Like, uh, go be a failure, and I'll go be me. And seriously, <laughs> what is the point? You know what I mean? For, it's, from you know, it's all side. social it's all hierarchy. That, it's, it's that, all... t- dude. It's all the testosterone in the air. Mm. I mean, you're you're right. a teenager. It's the most retarded part of your existence mm. because you you got all, all these hormones, hormones, and you want to jerk off like 400 times a day, mm. and you're looking at women, and you're all turned on, or you're looking at men, and you're all turned on. Yeah. You don't know how to handle those feelings. Yeah. It's like. I'm, you know, it's just a surprise that there are. I mean, the smarter these kids get, the more, like, kind of, I don't know, organized they get. I'm surprised they don't do crazier shit, well, you know, because they don't, you don't mm. think about the ramifications because you're young and stupid. I have to think the worst of them, though, are, are driven by, uh, like, the ones that pick on gay kids or whatever, are driven by their religious families, religious beliefs, uh-huh. and what's been pumped into their head by the church. And uh-huh. I, have I, you, I freaking hate that. I mean, it's just, it's just ugh. Have you seen this thing with the, um, uh, Assistant Attorney General in um, oh shit, where is it? Is it it's not Massachusetts. Oh, um, I know exactly what you're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, Michigan, Michigan. Yes. That that closet yeah. case. Who's um, oh my god, he's yeah. a total like closet case. Michigan. Blog he is against the guy. Well, yeah. he's, the, he's the, the Attorney General, Assistant, Assistant, Assistant Attorney, Attorney General. General, and there is a guy who's the head of the student body at Michigan State University, I right. think, exactly. and he is gay. Yeah. And I think the most radical thing he wants on his agenda is uh, gender neutral housing, which basically means you can live with whoever you want. Right, mm-hmm. and so. On this guy's blog, he po- the guy who's against him, this attorney general dude, um, on the blog, he has pictures of the guy with like a rainbow flag with a Nazi sign through uh-huh. it. Um, he's called oh him um, Satan's representative or yes. something like that. Yes. And I mean, Anderson Cooper did a fairly good job. Yes. Of, I mean, he let his emotions get away with him a little bit. But he did a fairly good job of interviewing this guy and showing him for the fucking douche that he is. Now, oh, did he? And, oh, seriously. This. And the first time the guy opened his mouth, I'm like, he is so far back yeah. in the closet he can see Narnia. Yeah. Not he to mention so that <laughs> the attorney general himself pointed out that he was shamed by the immaturity of this guy. So and what why he isn't doing. he rid of him? Um, he can't. Because you can't. It's free speech. Well, in I mean, his own free time. And in... In the not in the defense, but in the trying to figure out what this guy is coming from, mm. what he's coming from is that you have somebody in office who appears to have an agenda of sorts, right. and it's you know, and it's 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 one that he doesn't see eye to eye with. And I think the Nazi sim- symbol is being used in the same way it's being used yeah. with the Obama administration. It's anytime you're looking for some sort of socialist tactic, right. you know, that, that's strong arming an agenda, yeah. that kind of thing. Mm. That's what they throw out, yeah. and. 
this guy, well, one, I mean, and people are throwing this out, and I don't know if it's even valid, but he really does appear to be a closet case. Yeah. He comes oh, yeah. off very gay. Well, look at all these, these senators and whatever yeah. if they end up coming out and end up or that, turning um, out to be gay. They, they all That minister in Atlanta. And, that big time minister in oh, Atlanta. Oh, yeah. God. Although he did look kind of hot in Under Armour. Mm. I just like, Under Armour. Did you see the picture? Yeah. No. No. But that goes back to what we were saying <laughs> about these families that pass down legacies mm. of hatred. Yeah. Like, the reason these self-hating people are pissing all over homos is that they're torn. They don't know what to That's do. Exactly. We brought this up before on the podcast. And I, I don't understand why the assistant attorney general has any concern or anything to do with this guy who's in the student body. Because there's no reason. That's exactly. It's, it's, like, it's my alma mater, and exactly. I have to. And I'm taking. I'm taking action on a school that I believe deeply about. The only thing That's that exactly I can see is that he sees a kid here who represents what he wants to be, which is an out proud gay man, and this guy can't be. Yeah. And so he he hates on him. Yeah. Uh. That's what I'm thinking. I yeah. can watch that Anderson Cooper. However, yeah, mark it's, my words. Yeah. Though, if if he gets if he gets reprimanded, and doesn't get help for this. I can see that guy in five years going up to the student and you know Twinkie defense. <clears throat> Mm. And what? Twinkie defense. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Going up again, you know, and trying to shoot him or stab him or something. I can see him totally snapping. Yeah. In that interview, he was yeah sweaty, crazy balls, sweaty <laughs> and crazy balls. Definitely trying to keep it together and yeah. and not looking at the camera and and yeah, he just. Ooh. Well, well, then again, you're going up against guy. Anderson Cooper. Like, did you really think you had a chance? Did you hear plays by Anderson Cooper today? What about him? He's going to be the new Oprah Winfrey. He's going to have his own Good show. that's going to fill in with uh, Oprah Winfrey's uh, time slot. Hmm. Holy crap! Syndicated show. Yep. Wow, so, that's very different. One I don't, queen I don't handing off to another queen. Hey, hey. now he's going to be more political and stuff. It's going to oh, be, I, I guess, so. a little more like Anderson Cooper 360. And, so, hmm. so yeah. So if you have the time, um, go take a look at the uh, it, it Gets Better project on YouTube. There's some really amazing videos there. I watched about three or four, and you know, was Why almost immediately in tears. On? You Sorry. know, what? I'm just wondering why you have your sound turned on your phone. No, he wants to complain about all of us. Well, until <laughs> until you said something, it wasn't actually noticeable no, on the it, mic. Well, now, unless you've gotten right, a text. Girls, girls. Uh, it's on, on airplane mode, so I'm not going to get a text. It's summer. All right, whatever. Don't don't uh-huh. bring your shit on him on me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh my God. So, anyway. Can all right. Let's get back so to the podcast. Right so, how do you tell your friend that his friend's a douche? <laughs> his, you his like this. Justin, boyfriend. your friend's a douche. J- and I'm talking about JP. Oh. No, but for a like, like okay. So, okay. So, how do you tell your friend the that the guy that... he's dating is a douche? You don't. Yeah, that's my feeling. <laughs> you, you let him figure it out on his own. You let him figure it out on his own. But, I mean, okay, but, but let's say, for instance, you know, sake of argument, for instance. that <laughs> everybody thinks this. And it's not just, there's not one person that you've <clears throat> talked to that doesn't say, yes, that yeah, guy is a douchebag. But still can't. if you're in love with this dude, are you going to listen? Really? Exactly. And that's the difficult thing. Really but see, that's the, I don't know. And if the relationship works out, the longer it goes, the more... The person who told you that he's a douche is going to slide out of your life because every time you look at him, you're going to know that he doesn't support what you're in love with. Well, and not only that, I mean, it's you know, you you very well may be in love with him, but you know, if you're if I don't have to be in love with him, you know what I mean? As your friend, right. Right. Maybe I don't yeah. like him. You, you maybe you but see something. Love that is I blind. Don't. I just made that up. And maybe That's that person, uh-huh. and it's deaf and dumb as well. But the. I mean, I mean, maybe it's always, he's something different to you. I mean, it's always, I mean, it's always different when you're the person that's dating the person yeah. because you're gonna have these 
these blinders sometimes that well, okay. and sometimes see the people well, will be then you, different around you and different socially. True, you know what I mean. JP they can really be socially, really socially inept or have a particular social agenda in their mind that they that they act a different way when they're with other people. So even if someone said to you, you know, your boyfriend's kind of a dick. Would you, I mean, you said, well, you know, but when we're home, we have a nice time together. He's really right, sweet right, to me. Right. He's really whatever, blah, blah, blah. Well, Maybe he's just, the, your personalities don't mesh up, you know what I mean? And that happens. I have great friends who uh, who don't like each other. True. You know what I mean? Who don't right. get along at all. And, you know, I'd love for all of my friends to get along. You think, okay, I'm the friend in common. I'm in the middle of that two, two overlapping circles. But that right. doesn't mean that they, you know, get but, along with each other. But if the person that that your friend is dating is such an ass that it is affecting your relationship with your friend because you no longer are able to spend time with your friend because yeah, you don't want to be around douche nozzle. But that happens in the beginning of every relationship, even if you got along with their boyfriend. People, when you, a lot of people, when they yeah. start relationships, but I'm, no, but there's, but I'm saying it's just the opposite. I'm saying it's the opposite. You spend time with the two of them, and yeah. you realize over time that the that the person they're dating is just is you don't want to be around them and therefore mm. you don't want to have to go hang out with your friend because you know that mm. the douche nozzle is going to be there. Well, well, so then you, you start spending less and less time. And you schedule lunches with just you and your friend and not with his new boyfriend. <laughs> I mean, you do. Now, Justin, let's say you were in this position. How would you want to be approached? See, I don't know. It's because it's I think, I mean, it's different with every situation. But in this situation... Theoretical situation. Theoretical situation. <laughs> mm. It would have been nice because I was already questioning some things. And so to know that... Did you talk to your friend? Well, see, but then if well, you were after questioning, the fact, then you should go to your fact, friend and say, I'm questioning. No, well, and then, and then mm. one, one friend actually did speak up and say something. Mm. Um, and then that made me start looking at other things a little more closely. Mm. But then... Once that's tough so that for was a friend, like a, though, because that's, see, that's a risky like, thing. That's to like do. But then, boyfriend but breakup then, inception almost. Right. You know? but, then, like, but then, like, yeah. but then it's kind of like you know. Then after the breakup, then you start hearing from everybody. Oh, thank God! Like you know, everybody mm. was like, "Oh, oof, okay." Well, I didn't. I in really theory, didn't like everybody it. was. See, and I wouldn't even say that. You know what I mean? In I theory, would, I wouldn't even go that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even do that. I'd be like, "Oh, you broke up. Oh, it's too bad. I'm sorry. It didn't work out, or whatever." And secretly mm. be like, "Oh, thank God." No, I mean, I especially if if I. If the person is very comfortable with the way that they've broken up mm. and they kind of see things, um, then I might say something to the extent of, well, you know, there were things about this person that were red flags. And I don't mean personality Yeah, but the, are you afraid that, afraid that friend says to you, well, then why didn't you say something to me? But yeah. <laughs> For the same uh, reasons we just said here, right, I'd say. Right. You know, well, I mean, well, I mean, like you said I, it if best, I was is, just is if you were happy, yeah. if you were, if you looked truly happy in that relationship, who am I to come no, forward absolutely. Right. and say... If absolutely. I were starting a new relationship and my friend just came up and said, you know what, I think this guy you're dating is a dick, I'd be like, well, have a nice life, man, because if, I don't see it that way. You, you know, right? I mean... And I know friendships, actually, that have kind of broken up that way because I'm... Yeah. And then, like, the person ends up breaking up with the person and they're still kind of pissed or whatever. Or not even pissed, but there's sort of like a pride thing where they can't go back to being with friends with a friend who, who said the yep. boyfriend was a dick or I whatever, which just sucks. totally have and have and have both both tenses uh <laughs> friends that have had partners that i don't necessarily you know mesh mm. with and uh you know it is what it is you just you just make yeah. it do you know yeah. i i always kind of try to just find things about the partner that i don't necessarily gel with that i can at least appreciate you mm. know i mean hell even my mom's uh 
husband I'm not like a super fan of. Yeah. But he makes her happy and he's very caring and I just remind myself of that. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, what can you do? Yeah, you put him on the douche scale, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the good the outweighs the bad. Then. I don't want a new daddy. So why don't, I think we should put a poll. Some kind of poll. What kind of a poll? Like, well, choices. Would you tell your friend if they were right. dating a douche? Right. Yeah. We'll do that. We'll put up a poll. Would you tell them yes or no? And then um, put in comments if, if you have actual experience with this. Yeah. Because um, people talk about not wanting to create drama. That's like throwing drama. gasoline on the fucking oh, yeah. See, yeah. drama firecracker. I but I, you know, I'm like you, though. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say anything. I mean, I wouldn't. See, I, I don't. What yeah. if it, Dave, I let's, mean, say, like, so let's name like your closest friend, like the, your non-sexual life partner of the universe was dating a douchebag. Okay. Would you still... I still hesitate. couldn't because for, for it gives, how like long, you said too, maybe they see something in the person that I don't right and maybe the person is just socially inept maybe in social situations the person doesn't know how to act and comes off like a jackass yeah, but what but if like when, when you're alone together they makes my friend perfectly happy well then good for let's them let's say your friend walks away and when he does the new partner goes Dave you're a fucking cunt and I hate your ass face then Would I you? tell the friend okay yeah. <laughs> excuse me for a second I need to go talk to blah 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 and put a little arsenic in your coffee yes and then, he, and then he'd be like stop hitting me stop hitting me and you know. oh that's hilarious no that's hilarious okay. oh well, good lord well hopefully they wouldn't do that yeah but anyway alright so you're gonna put up that survey then yeah, so, yeah. yeah sure. we'll put that up yeah <laughs> check it out 619bearcast.com yeah I usually like I said though I usually just I would just let it play out you know yep cause I, I think eventually and that's that sounds like most people if, did. Yes, theoretically, I think, that's, I think, what, that's what we all I, did. Theoretically, yeah, theoretically. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I didn't spend enough time with them to know. So. Theoretically, theoretically, with a theoretical person. If there the, was a with person, the imaginary person. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, because eventually, I would think but somebody, somebody did would say be smart. To you. I think somebody would. Theoretically, I think, yeah. um, theoretically, someone said something to you. Theoretically, everybody said something to me. No, after the. Oh fact. no no no! After after the fact. Before yeah. the fact. Before the fact. Theoretically, one person said something to me. <laughs> is that this person is... theoretically sitting at this table? But no. you were no. already having doubts? Was that? I think I already know who it was. I was already kind of like, hmm. But, so it wasn't so bad. But, I wonder if the person got the vibe from you that you theoretically were having that sort of feelings, and that's why they felt comfortable with no, saying No, theoretically, it. No. this person was kind of a douche. And it wasn't caused by being figured out No, the out person who said something, theoretically. Oh, I see. Theory. There's so did, many theoretical people. Did they sense that there was a problem? I know. This is like thought, such a thought, bad way to I'm going to help them along. Theoretically, this is probably the worst thing we've ever tried to tackle on the podcast. And probably the poorest we've ever handled anything. We shouldn't have theoretically <laughs> tried to talk about it. We should just talk about it. No, we shouldn't just talk about it. The person who theoretically talked to you before the fact theoretically see a problem and think to themselves, you know what? I'm going to say something. I, I doubt it. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. I doubt it. Okay. Well, theoretically, um, we're glad you're doing fine. Yes. <laughs> and we're glad that this topic is over. Yes. <laughs> theoretically. Um, do we want to do the Facebook pet peeves thing? No? We talked How about Facebook pet peeves before. Did we? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think well, we my did. My big one is couple pictures. That's, that's always my thing. Two How head, are we doing on time? Two-headed sure. Facebook photos. We have plenty we of time. time. No, though, that's not exactly. I know, it's about 15 minutes off. Yes. So Facebook pet peeves for you would be two-headed Two-headed. Oops, sorry. Okay, well, then let's just do it real quick. Two-headed profiles. We're going to do okay, a tiny wait. little... Okay, yeah. hey, oh, and speaking of yes. things that annoy us, we're going to talk about things on Facebook that annoy us. 
Um, Dave just said two-headed profile. Two-headed you have profiles. to kind of put a space in there so JP. Can no, no, I'm yeah, not editing it. any of that out. I'm just leaving it okay. in. It's sort of behind the scenes for our listeners. Yes, behind. This right. is how interesting this is, it is behind oh the scenes. Oh my god! Stupid uh, play landslide. No, two-headed two-headed Facebook photos are a little yeah much. They're annoying. I mean, yeah. what about um, people? I've, un- I've unfriended people who are just nothing but couple, couple, couple pictures right. and yes. conversate and they or, have their or, little or conversations. having conversations with each other. With each other. Oh, I, I love you, Snoopy. I love you, Snoopy. No, you're Snoopy. No, you're Snoopy. That's from Seinfeld. Snoopy. Yeah. Snoopy. Oh, yeah. oh, yes. Um, yeah, I think I think I, those uh, like on Twitter and Facebook both. Yeah. Like, Twitter is just yeah. the couples going back well, and forth. It gets a little old. Well, it's not just the couples though. On Twitter, there's there's like four people that have a conversation on Twitter. And I like these people. Well, two of them I know, two of them I don't really know. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm I'm ready to stop following. But back you in the day when Twitter got going, that was the norm. Not like this. This but is this is honestly yeah. like chat. Ugh. With you know at such and such lol, at such and such. I know, right? Oh. And, and it's, oh. It's I think I probably unfriended them a long time. <laughs> <ago>. Chat, <laughs> chat, is I conversation. I yeah, I've, I've actually I I took a lot of people off my Twitter reading list recently for various reasons. Most of them just because they never really had much to say other than the same three things over and over yeah. again. And um, I really only like my closest friends going to my phone, and everybody mm. else I just read when I feel like turning right. on Twitter. But the, but the, yeah, I made a list for everybody here. Mm. What about what about people who have um, profiles for their pets? Some of them are cute and kind of funny. Some, yes, I have a friend here, John, yeah. who has one for his uh, his dog Sophie, and it's actually kind of funny because he, when you ever you post something on the, when you post something on the dog's wall, you friend friend the dog. Well, when you friend the dog, they send you the the thing and the password, the dog's login and the password, so you can log in as the dog and post uh, stuff on other people's walls and stuff. Oh, and that's funny kinda, shit. That's funny. And it's just some of the stuff is just hilarious. Because hmm. somebody recently okay, so um, had a new fun, addition to their family. Ugh, and I got a, uh, a friend request for their dog's page. I know who you're talking about. And it's still, I think I think I just yesterday ignored it. I finally just was like, no, I'm not <laughs> you're like, no, adding no, not gonna do it. pets. Even though, I think mean? I might have Shannon's dog on my friend's list. I have Shannon's Lily. dog on, on my... But she uh, never posts, so I don't yeah, want Yeah, Lily, Lily posts <laughs> every once in a while. Did she? Twitter. That's I don't have her on my Twitter, though. Twitter. I have her on Twitter. Yeah. She's mm. funny. But, um, but that, <laughs> like, the other day it came up um, where I basically... The quote I put on, or what I said on Facebook was that constant negativity was no more grating than constant positivity. Mm-hmm. And that's one of my pet peeves where either you're... I found a reason for being glad. Yeah, you're always <laughs> doing daily, daily affirmations and Dr. Phil-isms, mm. or you're always in Eeyore mode. Like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. wowsy, wowsy, woo-woo, like all day long. Mm-hmm. And oh, it's we know people like that, too. It's the nature of the beast, you know? <laughs> and I, go, I go through periods where I've looked at my wall and I'm like, wow, man. Well, it's good it's thing you got out of that because you were really <laughs> down. Yeah, yeah. Facebook is just is a lot of bitching and bragging, yeah. and it's just you know, you know that's that's kind of but, the nature of it. I, I don't know. I mean, I I try to do that, but then I also try to just be like, hey, I'm doing this right now. This is kind of fun, yeah. you know, yeah. but not. Not well, but some people have some funny points too, like um, Jeremy and whoever it was. They did that video around Bear Week in Provincetown about real. They did a like a spoof oh, really? like really yeah. whatever. Do I really have to know when you arrive yeah. at Logan Airport? Do I really have to know when right. you got on the ferry and all that right. other stuff? And literally, God, I mean, it's just that hilarious because you're exactly right. Because that's what like almost everybody who went out there was doing on the ferry to P Town. Yeah. You know, which got arriving at the but, at the boat slip. But blah, then blah, you're, blah. it's like. But oh, then the other cares? side of that is that you're totally pooping on their good time. They're excited yeah. to be there, so that's what. Sure. They're doing exactly. and they're like yeah, yay I, I mean like JP was like I'm getting on the plane and going to Folsom and I'm like yay you know? <laughs> yeah, right. yeah I did kind of do that a bit right uh, and there you know it goes it totally goes both ways because I tell you I get home from work sometimes and I'm reading that wall and 
I don't know if this ever happens to you when you're reading Facebook, but I, I start to just kind of think, oh, I fucking hate all of this. Yeah. Like, it just, <laughs> like, that's not good for you. You shouldn't feel that way. Yeah. And it's yeah. not because it's all good or all bad or all what, whatever it is, but it's mostly just, it's all this just snarky... Well, thank sort God for the one-upmanships and ugh. there's a particular person actually. I unfriended this person recently, but um, the, all they did was post uh, posts and reposts of news stories and their own personal opinions, slamming the iPhone. Like their entire mm, Facebook boring. was against the iPhone, <laughs> and it's like, okay, we get it. You don't like the iPhone, you know, whatever. It's like, get over it. Why are you so well? There's like that's like there's, there's one person on Twitter. And for some reason, I never actually noticed it before. And then all of a sudden, I noticed it was like every single tweet was an Eeyore tweet. Mm. Like every single tweet. And then I was like, Mm. okay, am I just not noticing the good ones? So then I actually just went and looked at his tweets only. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, Negative, 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 mm. negative, negative. Yep. And I'm just yeah. like, really? Well, like, you, nothing, well, we nothing good happens in your downs, life? And I, I don't know say, if that's yeah. the person, the same person, but I added the one like that, too, and I, and I took him off. And then when I saw him, um, uh, not actually not too long ago, I said, you know, I go, I took you off my Twitter because you just never have anything good to say. Mm. He's like, yeah, I know. He's like, don't, I mean, he's like, I'm not unhappy. I, he's like, I just always seem, seem to be bitching on there. And mm. I said, okay. I go, well, as long as you don't mind that I'm not following yeah, you anymore. I would like to meet you know? that person also because, yeah, I, I, we were talking about the same person. Yeah. I know. I, I think um, so. So, anywho. Um, so, yeah, sad sack twits, like constant sad sack twits like that can be annoying. Yeah. So. No, totally. Um, I mean, <laughs> I, so, I'm sorry. <laughs> just like you said. Well, just, you told just the Just like the constant yeah. happy ones are, yeah. too. There mm. will be, like, just the other day, I caught myself doing that. I actually twi- I, I put on Facebook, um, if you could walk away from Facebook, would you? And I knew that yes, it was like me? a total yes, Eori totally. kind of post to do that was mm. almost like comment fishing because it's just, you know, and mm. uh, and and I actually wouldn't walk away because there's <laughs> it, Matt actually hit it on the head. It's a better news source than CNN, as far as I'm concerned, because most true. of the best, most of the more, mo- most of the more pertinent stories float to the top of the Facebook, uh, pool, right, you know, right. mm. and I, I keep on top of things and I watch a lot of, you know, media and. You know, good Saturday Night Live sketches and, you mm-hmm. know, stuff like that. Especially with... Um, Do you have an iPad got, now? Is that yours? That's mine. Especially if you have Flipboard. When did you get an iPad? I did not know. Weeks ago. Honey, I talked about Flipboard a long time I know, time but ago. I'm just I'm just bringing it up again. Flipboard oh, wow, is yeah. An, Pamela Anderson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But <laughs> Flipboard is a really awesome way it to is. get your news. And um, everybody from Oliver and everybody. That. I know, but I'm just, I'm just saying. Whatever. Shut up. Yeah. Fine. Go away. Well, I, it, do you know, about, you know about Facebook purity, right? Facebook purity? Oh. No, Facebook that? purity. You can add. It's a. Um, it's a. It's a. I think it's a. Um, what do you call it? Script. Grease monkey script or something. that runs in the background. Oh right. Mm-hmm. And you can block certain words or certain whatever oh, from showing no. up. So I go in and I don't want to hear about people's post posting about Glee. I cannot stand Glee. I think it's oh, the most ridiculously sure. hokey and stupid show. So I put in Glee, and so everybody who has a post that has something about Glee in it. Gets blocked. Well, you dodged some real stream. bullets recently. There. I can imagine with Britney Spears being on. That's that, a pet I mean. peeve for me. The other day, um, a friend of ours posted, "Am I the only one out there who's not a Gleek?" Yes, and me. Somebody I did too. And there were I like seventy responses. And what it became was is a battle between who like no, not even that? not even that typical. It was even more typical in a very general sense, where you had. People almost wearing it like a button of pride mm-hmm. that in their difference they were better 
that to like Glee was making you a typical faggot that embraces all the bourgeois bullshit faggoty things that we're all living in the ghetto and, and it makes you typical and boring and mundane and that's does. the way it came out see and that's why I posted and a very I diplomatic response to it I put well, right, that I you watched not it and I tried bag. to like it but it just right. wasn't for me. And I wrote the same thing. I said, when it pays off, it pays off big. And when it mm-hmm. doesn't, it's totally horrible. Yeah. And it, 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 I mean, I watched the other day the Britney episode. I mean, it was, there were some really fun little cute parts. And I thought the girl who plays Britney can dance like a motherfucker. Damn, she's, she's really talented. Anyway, mm-hmm. so I'm watching this and I'm like, it's God, good. Did I bring up Lee? But, the, <laughs> I don't want to. but the stories are horrible. Yeah. And a lot of times the stories are horrible it's all and they're trying. malformed. And, well, the worst know. part is, is now on the Hits 1 on Sirius, they're playing, oh, the, they play that? They're playing Don't Stop Believing, their version yeah. of it. So every... Did you see when Alonzo... Like twice an hour. Dun, 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 dun. And I'm like, oh God. So did off, you see off, Alonzo off. post the, that Glee had jumped the dolphin instead of jumped the shark? No, no. <laughs> I don't, the dolphin. I don't know yeah. You know what jump the shark means, right? Well, yes. So jump the dolphin. Yeah, so dolphins dolphin. are gay sharks. Yeah, because you don't Oh, dolphins are gay sharks, yeah. right? Yeah, so. okay. Yeah. Anywho, but that's a pet peeve of mine. <laughs> where <Luke> the fridge. <coughs> there's where, this whole, like, kind of quote unquote mm. counterculture on Facebook that likes to poop on anybody that embraces anything that's popular. <laughs> right. Mm. And it's like, well, it's, it's and bad. that was my problem with this person and the, the whole iPhone right. thing, because it's like, well, you know, the, I, you know, I don't care about your Android phone or whatever. I'm not posting. Oh my God, I love my iPhone every other day. What do you care? Why do you have to post? You know why? All because these, all these, Oh, iPhone he, sales are going or equal to right, Android right, right. now. Yeah. He is exactly right. like the assistant attorney general who is going after the, the, the gay student. He is secretly an iPhone. Phone lover, he wants my phone. <laughs> and all I can do, it's too late. And that's the that's the thing about Facebook is. And no, Seamus, it's not you. You're caught. <laughs> you can never escape it because mm, if right. you wrote four years ago that you hate Apple products, mm-hmm. you're branded. Yeah. You know, somebody can go back and find where you said well, that. Well, you, Mr. You know? Man, you were the whole one with, like, when we first started getting iPhones, you were like, oh, you know, iPhone, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then, boom, you got one and you embraced it. Same with whatever. camouflage cargo shorts. He got one for free. <laughs> and oh, I'm the true. first to admit it. I this admit it. true. Oh, my gosh. You know? And, or, or Bear 4 and 1, for that matter. Mm. You know, every now and again, you're wrong, and you have to go back on what you said. Well, mm. I found out a really cool thing. You know, Bear 4 and 1 is still pretty much as boring as toast. Oh, Jesus. I found I out. to sign out. Yeah. yeah. Forever. I found out a really cool thing about the iPhone last night, which is. Uh, oh. I finally <laughs> used. It's not a secret. We're not, allowed to, we're not allowed to bitch about Facebook anymore. We have to talk about something new. Yeah, moving All right. Sorry. Yeah. Moving I want to bitch about Facebook um, uh, Been there, done that. I actually used the voice control on my phone for the first time last night. What mm-hmm. happens when you say jihad, jihad? I didn't say that no. because Ooh. I don't have jihad Let's in my that. phone. Um, oh, that brings up something else. But I, I did. But last night I did. Um, I hit I hit the button. It beeped, and I said, "Call Jeffrey." And I didn't say the last name or anything, and it went and automatically picked um, Jeffrey Pullman. Is he your only Jeffrey? Uh, no, he's not. Call Jeffrey. Then do a damn thing. You're not. Oh, it's unavailable in airplane mode. Uh, say jihad. Jihad, <laughs> jihad. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so, um, and then I tried to call my friend Josh, and I actually have him in my phone book as Joshua, and I just said, call Josh, mm. and then his last name, and it actually knew that Josh was an abbreviation for Joshua. Call Jeffrey. How do you turn on voice control? You just hold down the button, hold down home button, hold down. Oh, I getting there, JP. Yeah. Jesus, Multiple don't ever matches. work. There you are. Don't Jeff- ever work in the Apple Store, JP. Oh, uh, Jeffrey Pullman. Jeffrey Pullman. Dave Osevic. There it is. Oh, multiple matches found. 
He found more than one Jeffrey. I said, call Jeffrey, and I had more than one Jeffrey. And it yeah, but what do you do when you have... Which one? Oh. It says multiple matches, and she's uh-huh. asking you. I know, and she repeats a name and repeats it she perfectly, does. too. You're making her really angry with all your talking. Okay. Oh. Well, the other thing that was... Um, Play artist corn. The other thing that's cool is then after that, if you have multiple numbers for him, mm-hmm. is that she actually asks, do you want to call his iPhone, wow. Google Voice, or home? And wow. like you, then you say iPhone. I'm gonna call Jeffrey's iPhone, and he like and she ah, calls. So it's really like cool. Her. She's nice. And then of course <laughs> can use it. And then of course she can use it to play music hey, too. Lady. You can say like play this song, and like oh, it'll, right, yeah, and yeah. it'll play well, the song the, for the you. The new Forge with my touch. But I have a funny story about that too. today. It doesn't work so well with this, all the songs because oh. I was <laughs> I was at work and I was telling play them about you. it. Go ahead and talk. It's alright. Is he playing Fuck You Very Much? No, it's playing... I don't know what is playing. <laughs> he doesn't say on the screen? It sounds seriously distorted and crappy. Yeah, it sounds really bad. Anyway. what is playing. Um, well, yeah. It, I think well, you the, broke my iPhone. How do you make... Stop, please. How do I make it stop? <laughs> Go into your iPhone. It didn't stop. It's playing, playing Sleigh Bells, AB Machines. I said play Fuck You. How's that fuck even remotely the same? It does. Playing album what? Play fuck you. Oh, it's playing the used. I think album. you have to say play song. It's playing the used. Oh God, stop! And the kids are off running and yes. playing with their new toys. <laughs> As you sit there with your it's playing iPad there and wait, your laptop, I actually see this suckling works. it at your teeth. Hold on, let me see if this works real quick. Well, wait, let me tell oh. my story real quick. So, um, so I'm sitting there at work today, and I'm telling my coworkers about about the voice control, and they're like, "Oh, that's really cool. Show me how it works." So I got on, and I said, "You know, call Elise." And so mm. it calls my coworker Elise, and they're like, "Oh, that's cool." And I'm like, "Yeah, you can use it to play songs." Mm. And the night before, I used it and it actually worked and played the song that I wanted it to play. Did you so this same, time, say the same song? No, I was oh. listening to the Nightmare Before Christmas soundtrack. Oh. So I said, what's and it, you know, and it's this? on speaker. So I said, "Play the Nightmare Before Christmas." And it pauses for a second and goes, now playing striptease, like really loud. Oh, <laughs> and it starts. How bizarre. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Okay. It starts playing the soundtrack for striptease. And everybody's just looking at me like, wait, can what? You say text? <laughs> wait. Text Brian Hill. <clears throat> it doesn't work oh. on text. Okay, wait. I want to I want to try this. I want to see if it works. Oh, now it's calling you. Calling Brian Hill. I want to try to calling Brian Hill. Yeah, it doesn't okay. text. Play Fuck You. Play Artist Corn. You don't have to yell at it. <laughs> I'm trying to out yell the rest of you guys. You're constantly We're talking. talking. It says multiple matches. And it just say what the matches are. Turn Lily Allen, one. fuck you. Play CeeLo, fuck you. Oh, CeeLo. It says Rick Logston. Great. Sorry, Rick. It's calling somebody? You're <laughs> pranking wants people. To. Never mind. I'll, I'll try it again when we're not all talking. Mm-hmm. Play yeah, Lily whatever, Allen, baby. fuck you. Can you hear it through Bluetooth? I wonder. Yes, you can do it through Bluetooth. You can hear it and do it through Bluetooth? Mm-hmm. Oh, that sure rocks. So, yeah. kind of in line with this, though, which is interesting, um, Hadrian... Um, so not playing the right song. That's, vanilla, that's uh, what's his name from Away We Go? That's, that's a great Murdoch. soundtrack. Yeah, Alexi Murdoch from um, Away Okay, Go. anyway. Um, Hadrian uh, posted a thing about the Google Blacklist, the Google search 
um, engine blacklist. Oh, is There's there? particular words that are removed, so when you're typing them, it doesn't do, like, you know, the partial search, and it fills it in. Yeah. Like, if you type in fag, it's okay, but if you can't type in faggot, like, it'll, you know. Hmm. So if, you're, if you want to see it, it's kind of funny. You just Google Google blacklist, and you'll find an article about it. It's kind of interesting to see hmm. all the words hmm. that are on it, and, and a lot of the words that aren't on it. Like, hmm. rusty trombone is on it, but... One of the things, things that's aren't. funny, too, is the apparently in the Google, in the lobby at Google... They have this like wall of words that rains down the words that people are currently Googling. How on the cool. Thing. And they have it block out certain things like well, Microsoft sure. and Apple and things like that. Well, and you know double I mean? penetration. And well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know. But it doesn't block Goatsy. I thought that was interesting. I thought huh. that would be like a go to block with the Goatsy. <laughs> Lord Almighty. Don't Google that. No. All right. So, so who has tugs? I have a boatload of tugs, but I'll go last because I've got a crazy amount of them. <laughs> All right. Um, to about two. Go ahead, Brian. Um, okay, I'll tug Henry um, for making this video and inspiring me to do the same. I'll tug John for putting up with all the bullshit in high school and hopefully making a um, video of his own soon. He's going back for his 20th high school reunion as well, so good luck with that, John. Um, to our Scruff listener, Brian D., um, who sent me a note on Facebook. Thank you, Brian. Uh, not a Scruff listener, I'm sorry, just a regular listener who sent me a message on <laughs> like Facebook. A scruff listener. To Scruff listener Vince, though, thank you for the message. Um, to Charles in D.C., um, to Fuzzy Cub on YouTube, along with all the other people who commented on my um, It Gets Better video. Thank you for the comments. That was all very nice of you guys to do. Um, to Dan Savage for coming up with the idea in the first place. Um, to Dan and Mike D. and his friend Liz, who were with me at the Pixie Show on Sunday. It was super fun. Um, to Greg and Dusty and the rest of the guys that went to the Muse concert last week. That was also lots and lots of fun. Um, to uh, Josh, who was in town from San Francisco, who I hadn't seen in years. Had a, a really wonderful time uh, catching up with him at Blow Off. And also to Bob, and I can never remember Bob's DJ partner. Um, yeah, Bob Molden is DJ. Richard. Richard who I did, met him at Folsom. Right, Richard Morrell. Who brought uh, Blow Off back to San Diego. Um, thank you for doing so. It was a really wonderful time, and I thought the music this time was the best I'd heard in the four times I've gone. So, there you go. Awesome. Right um, I don't have any. All righty. Um, Ed, that's because I always tag Ed. Hi, Ed. You should tug the theoretical person who told you that and your theoretical person was yes, theoretically a douchebag. Yes, tug to the theoretical person. There you go. Okay. Uh, Ed and uh, Amon, it was great to um, to get to meet you and hang out with you, even if it was only brief. Sorry it had to be so brief during your brief visit here. And I'm sorry you had a rainy day today, too, which kind of sucks. Yeah, it was really um, weird. But uh, anyway, it was great to finally meet you in person after years of chatting online. So. Yeah, Ed, and don't text us during the podcast anymore. Not that Ed. Oh, sorry. Well, that Ed, yeah. Then oh, that the Ed other too. Ed. That Ed, too, yes. Mm. The other Ed. Stop it. Oh, oh. that? Wait, what is Wait, that? Ed's, Ed, New Jersey is the Ed that I always tug every right, right, right. podcast. What's the other Ed? He's the other Ed, red-bearded Ed. Oh, Ed from Bear Weekend Ed. Yes. Okay. Anyway. Um, first, I want to... Listen, Stu, this is great. Go ahead. Uh, Ed, you can text Dave all you want. No, no restrictions. Text on. Not New Jersey Ed. No, Red, New Red Jersey Ed, Ed, stop. Red beard. What? They're both red beards. <laughs> During the podcast. Right. Okay, moving along. Sexy right. time. Sexy time, Ed. Can text you all you want. <laughs> okay, I'm thoroughly embarrassed. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. JP. Yay. Um, first, uh, tugs to Paul and Chris. We met him at dinner when uh, we went out to that uh, Mexican place at where Luke yes. works. Um, they're listeners of ours. Tugs to Paul and Chris. Uh, tugs to Orem for the party at... Uh, Folsom, that was very cool. Who I also uh, saw Paul Gibbons there, and I finally Gibbo. Gibbo, I finally met Dicky the boy shaped box. Dicky, he's been um, here before. You never, you never I didn't meet him when he was down here. Mm. Uh, I heard he was there. naked when he hugged you. He was naked when he hugged me. Kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. That was very cool. He embraces <laughs> the nakedness. Yes, he does, which nice. is awesome. Full frontally, good for him. Embrace. Yes. He wins. 
And and yeah, that was the probably the best way to meet anybody, um, especially cute guys. Um, let's, let's let's not say anybody. Like I don't <laughs> I really want to meet Betty White full frontal. So. She's not really on my list. Of, well, what okay. I'm saying is people that you would meet. Right. Along. Um, also to Tim Butler that I met at Lone Star on Friday night and found out he's also a vegetarian of 17 years and his partner's a vegetarian. Yeah. Sorry, and it's Tim. nice to meet other veggie bears. Does he also eat, uh, wear cow skin on his body? Yeah. I don't know. Did he ridicule you for wearing cow skin on your body? What? No. Oh, stop. Hypocrite. Hit you with a bamboo My paddle. God. Anyway. Bamboo, it's all natural. It's like Are you done? I'm finished. Oh, my God. Uh, Tugs, too. Wade and Jim. It was really nice meeting them. Also to Eamon, who I met him up at um, Lone Star. First night we're there, and mm. I hear JP, and I turn around, and there he is. Mm. And then I saw him again at Folsom, and then again uh, while he was here. Um, Tugs, of course, to Jeb and Thomas. Great finally meeting them. And big, huge Tugs hugs, and, and big thank yous to John and Joe for putting me out for the weekend and, and putting up with showing you. us... Around San Diego, or San Francisco and everything. The Malibu, yay. Really, really amazing hosts. Very good guys. Oh, you know what? Vito wasn't here tonight. Yes. Oh, yeah. If you didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Vito. With his suck, sick. Vito was with his suck buddy. With his suck buddy. He meant to type sick. He was nurturing his suck buddy? Is that what he said? Yeah. Um, Visit, um, visiting his, his visiting very suck his, buddy. His, his very sick. Sick suck buddy. Apparently it was a typo. Sick buddy. Did I, did I mention, though, that I, I was like, I just assumed he was like, yeah, it's a suck buddy. <laughs> Well, it's, knowing Peter, he's going all the way along. Be surprised. Could certainly be a suck buddy for all we know. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. uh, we jest. We jest. Anyway. All right. This anyway. And digress. Go. Oh, goodbye, Dave. <laughs> you said this is Dave. I know. Now, oh, yeah. go ahead. Right. Bye, Dave. Goodbye, JP. Goodbye, Dave. I'm JP. Goodbye, JP. Bye, JP. Bye, Brian. Goodbye, Brian. Goodbye, Brian. Goodbye, Brian. Goodbye, Brian. And we'll have a lot to talk about next week. Or next time, because a lot of us will talk to you gay days. Right. Are we all going to go this? I am not. I am. I think I decided today I am not. Oh, good. Yeah. So you can take care of Shannon's dog. So I know. Yay. Did you tell him? Um, we talked about it. This doesn't even go on. I can't.